Jim, Jim, it's Matt. It's Matt. Pick up. It's Matt. I'm, I'm, I'm standing where Nordeka used to be, and it's not here because Historic Crew Stadium's gone, and it's an Ultimart. You can never go home again, Jim. But I guess you can shop there. From the basement of Ruby's on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finestkind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Banna and Vanna had Fanny Packs in Savannah and had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda. Banana, doo doo, bananas. I'm loving them. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runs and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes oh, And we are the pros from Dover, uh, what's going on? A Sunday edition of the pros from Dover, my name is Matt, that's Jim How you doing, Matthew? I'm good, I'm good, we had to record this before Tuesday Yes Because we've got the big uh, Open Cup match yeah, Against and, uh, Detroit City FC Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm going to be out of town basically for the rest of the time until that game's over Other than... 4.30 on a Sunday afternoon. Which means I'm going to live the life of a bachelor. Yeah, and we're not going to be in uh, at Ruby's, uh, yeah. at least not until Wednesday when we have to record another podcast. So, the aristocrats. Yes. Um, big weekend in Columbus Crew Soccer, we'll say that. Um, we'll get right into it and start, yeah. start talking about it. Um, I want to start at the beginning. Um, so, I, I want to start off with the Crew 2 home opener. Yes. Um, which we both went to. Yeah, it was um, glorious. The was it not? Hudson Street Tooligans uh, met yeah. up at, uh, at Ruby Tuesday beforehand. Um, and then we uh, we did our little uh, little march to the match. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I had a great time. I had a fantastic time. So so I do want to I do want to go over a couple before we get into the match. Um, yeah. I want to set the stage here just a little bit. So uh, and and I won't actually set the stage because Donna will yell at me. Uh, because we weren't allowed on the stage. I <laughs> know, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but I do want to talk about the... Um, uh, so you didn't have tickets. No, and no, no, I did not. I It just didn't seem like a, a, an issue or was going to be an issue, you mm-hmm. know? So tell me how that worked out for you. Okay, so we go to the, like, the the the... The main, sort of the main entrance into the the pavilion stadium, mm-hmm. and you you get in fine, you get scanned and you're fine. Yeah. And so Ryan and I are like, we don't have tickets, and we just kind of assumed that there would be a ticket booth open yeah. at some point somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so what we ended up having to do was walk like ninety degrees around to the 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 opening where like that little playground is yeah yeah on the east side of the stadium mm-hmm. and they scanned my debit card yeah and asked me for a phone number and then they sent me a couple of scannable ticket things uh-huh. and we got in okay it's okay. just it was just a little weird 
finding it. Yeah, like well, not... it's it's weird that they had they have a box office there. Yeah, uh, and the, the box office was not in use. So this was my my weird thing. So I didn't know where to go when we got when we got to the to the stadium. Of course, yeah. Um, and <laughs> there was somebody standing letting people in the gate. Um, yeah, we ran into the, our friend Chris Doran. There. Yeah, yeah. We, we, it was the door. It was the Doran that Chris. It was the door that Chris Doran went in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I was just like, okay, well, this this must be it's it's the gate for this the old, must be the place. Yeah, it's the old gear shop gate. And yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. That must be where they're letting people in. So I walked up and I gave um, the the person my ticket, or I showed the person my ticket on my phone rather, and they scanned me and they're like, enjoy the match. The thing is, is that that side of the stadium was closed. I know. Yes. <laughs> that side of the stadium not only was closed, um, I was very, very uh, adamant about trying to find a restroom. Yeah. And all of the restrooms on that side of the stadium were locked, and I was very confused. And I ended up just wandering around. The lights were out as well. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, so I, I mean, this to- is but this is basically your life. You have to pee. You're confused, and the lights are out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is forty one. <laughs> but I, I so eventually figured out that oh, that it's the other side of the stadium that's that's open. I don't think I was supposed to be let in because the other thing is, is it was it was gated off like I wasn't supposed to go that way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got a story about that a little bit later. Yeah, but yeah. But so I finally found out. So they have um, they had uh, concession stands on the ground floor on the east side of the stadium open. Yeah, um, which makes sense. I'm, you're not going to open every concession stand. No, for this. I did. I wasn't I, expecting nor did, that. Nor did, yeah, nor did I expect that. Um, they had the bathrooms open down there, which was fine. Yeah, like like and and it was it was more. Um, the only thing where I was like, man, they really could improve on this was just telling people where to go in. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but, and and okay, yeah. So telling where to people where to people should go in yes. was was a main thing. Yeah. The other thing was so we went and we hung out in the Nordeca. Yeah. And then I kind of just wanted to like have a better view of the match. Yeah. And so all I did was. I walked up the stairs to the top of the Nordeca, which yeah. is where, when I was in the Nordeca, yeah. I would hang out. And I realized that there's this guy yelling at me, saying, where are you going? Where are you going? And I literally, I was, at this point, I was at the top of the stairs of the Nordeca, and I just basically pointed next to me to a seat, and he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I'm not going to go hang out. Like in section four forty seven or yeah. something. I don't. What? What? Like? What are you thinking? Just turn around and go, sir. I bought a box. <laughs> it was seventeen fifty. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was. You know what? I, I will. I will say this, especially for. I mean, it was. It was obviously pretty bare bones, which oh was yeah, exactly I what I expected. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. It was a really fun, and, and these are all things that I think there will be some hiccups, there will be some growing pains. That's the one th- where I'm, I'm hoping that, because yeah, I do, like I, I stood in Nordeka for, for most of the game, yeah. and then I kind of moved over just a little bit because right. I was just not wanting to be around a whole bunch of people. Um, and then I was, what I wanted to do... Um, but they told me that I couldn't was stand on the railing at the top of the section. Yeah. Where, where I always stand well, in yeah. the stadium. Um, but I also, at that point, it was just like, I don't want to, I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want to cause an issue. I don't want to deal with 
any of that stuff. No, I so. totally get it. So for me, it was a very enjoyable thing because mm-hmm. it was, I mean, not to not to denigrate the team, but it was basically minor league sports. It is minor league sports. Yeah, yeah. That, that and, is legitimately what it is. And I love minor league sports. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. And so it's kind of like when I go to a Clippers game. Yeah. And, I mean, the Clippers are technically my hometown baseball team. Yeah. And when I go there, I root for them. Yes. But all I want to do is watch a baseball game and have a good time. Yep. And I don't necessarily care who wins. That is that is especially with baseball for me. Yeah. Um, I went to the uh, White Sox Mariners game on Thursday in Chicago, um, and I had I, no idea. But you're stepping out on me, dude. Yeah. Mm, yeah. God. Well, we had to, it was before the Jawbreaker show. Oh, yeah, so I okay. I flew yeah. into I flew into Chicago on Thursday morning at seven thirty in the morning, and I was meeting. Uh, my uh, one of my buddies from high school, my old roommate from from like college, um, to go to this concert, and he was taking Amtrak in from Fort Wayne, um, and we, while I'm in the air, I thought to myself, I wonder if the Cubs have a home game today because when I normally think day game baseball in Chicago, I think Wrigley Field, um, yeah, because it is much more likely that you're going to get a day game at Wrigley Field. And so I Googled it. Um, there was no Cubs home game. However, the White Sox uh, first pitch, 1 o'clock in the afternoon against the Mariners. There you um, go. Which happens to be uh, my buddy from high school, Jim's favorite team. So it worked out very well. Uh, I picked up two club-level seats for $20 a piece. Of course you did. Yeah. It, it was. There was nobody at this baseball game. It was windy as hell. Yeah. But... And we Wait, it was windy in Chicago? Yeah, weird. I yeah, know, I know. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's famously known as the Chill City. Um, <laughs> yes. That, but that I, Rodlin town. Yes, but I... Uh, so so we went to the we went to the game, and the thing is, is we um, we were meeting some friends who were not going to concert with us, but, um, well, friend of the podcast, Emily Argentine. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her fiancé, Brian, and then uh, our uh, my, another friend of mine, Dan, uh, who n- nobody from Ohio knows. Uh, but he... Uh, as far as you know. Well, I mean, he's from Cleveland, but that doesn't count. <laughs> um, nobody that listens to this show knows, so it doesn't matter. But uh, we... Um, Went to we were we were meeting up with them them for drinks, but we needed to uh, go buy some um, uh, some of Jim's uh, glaucoma supplies. Um, so we needed to take care of that first. Uh, so we we skipped out of the game in the seventh inning. But you know what? I had a blast. There you go. I had a blast. Yeah, there of were, course. There yeah. was. There was it, the wind got so bad. There were three hits in a row where the White Sox skied the ball in the in the in the, um, uh, in the infield, and the Mariners dropped the ball because it was three feet behind them because the wind was so bad. It was baseball, and I loved it. Yes, and that is that is where that is uh, New Comiskey Park is the origin of bring back the bullpen car. Yeah, so it. it you know, has a little has a special place in my heart. I just had a little flash of insight. Like, what would it be like if you had baseball but in really nice weather? Yeah. And then I realized it's basically West Indies cricket. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, that that tracks. Yeah, 
Um, so let's talk about Crew 2, because uh, ostensibly this is a soccer podcast. Um, the uh, the crew, uh, Crew 2, rather. They won. Uh, they win uh, yeah. by a score of 2 to nil. <laughs> Which is, that's something I haven't experienced they recently. goals. I know. What's... <laughs> <laughs> they scored two of them. You know what? If we could have had tr- Crew 2 play Orlando 1, it might have been a draw. <laughs> it, it might have been, yes. But um, uh, J. Russell Rowe um, yep. scores a uh, scores in the 45th minute, um, right before the uh, right before the half, uh, and then Hurtado gets one in the 81st minute. Yes. Um, My friend Dave said, Hurtado has finally found his level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, you know what? Honestly, it was, it was a, it was a good game. It was entertaining. It was, it was a solid, entertaining. My, this is, this is what I will say to anybody who is on the fence about attending a Crew Two match. Go, go. You'll have fun. Go next Sunday. Yeah. There's another one next Sunday. It's yep. at two o'clock, I think. Yeah. Um, let me pull this up real quick here. Vamp. Dun dun dun. Yeah. So anyway. So this is the weird thing for me is that I could have sworn that Josh Williams was starting this game and I could have sworn that there was a number three on the field for us. But then apparently when I looked up the lineups um, later, he did not start. No. So I don't understand what I was seeing or what I was thinking. Well, and the thing is, is they don't have, at least on here, it doesn't look like they have the players' numbers. Let me pull it up. Well, okay, I can tell you what the starting lineup was. It's just... Like, there was not a three on the field. There was a two on the field. Okay. Maybe, and there was a 33 on the field. Okay. Well, maybe I need a new prescription. You might. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Josh Williams was not even on the bench. Yeah. So I, I mean, because we got these weird, like, little, like, like, Hurtado was sent down, quote unquote, sent down. Because yeah. it's weird. Because it's like they're not. Sent down. Yeah, they're just eligible to play for both teams. Yeah, they're eligible to play, and and, and Aiden Morris. Yep, and uh, Alexander Matan. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a little confusing, but I think that we're probably uh, going to get used to this. Uh, Jake Morris. Jake Morris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's totally cool. Um, let me see who else. Uh, there is apparently a league in France called the Promotion of Honor. Uh-huh. I just I just I'm looking at oh, my okay. I'm looking at my soccer app and I'm like, what the hell? Are you sure hell? that's not a pro wrestling uh pro wrestling league? <laughs> I, I I don't know, but it's called The Promotion of Honor. Nice. <laughs> Which is pretty fun. That's amazing. Yeah. Um All right. Well, I don't want to do it, but I think we have to We're going to take um, a break. No, we're gonna. Well, we we can take a break and then we can talk. Where uh, the 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 main team match, but I, I think we should just talk the main team match now. Get that out, and then we can have the rest of the podcast to have fun. Yeah. Um, okay. So because I want to do this, and then you're gonna make me another espresso. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. by the way, we're not in the basement of Ruby's. We're in my dining room. Yes. Yes. Because it's a Sunday and Ruby's isn't open. Yes. So and it's Easter. So <laughs> I went to this game. Uh huh. You did not. You didn't think that you were gonna be able to see the game, but you ended up being able to see the game. Yes. So what happened? What had happened was um, I uh, for my for my normal job yeah. uh, need to work uh, Columbus Beer Fest. Yeah, Columbus Beer Fest got moved this year. Uh, Winter Beer Fest got postponed. So Winter Beer Fest was this weekend because because um, well, it's still winter. Because it's still winter. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's the indoor beer fest. Because I, I had somebody somebody was like, well, why? 
all the beer's going to be really old. And it's like, it's not the same beer from Winter Beer Fest. We sold that to somebody else. Like, yeah. this is just, it's just the one that's at the convention center versus the one that's at LC Pavilion. Those are the only two differences. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought that I might be able to uh, go set up and then sneak out for a couple hours, walk to the match, because it was just at the convention center, and then come yeah. back afterwards. But uh, my boss called me about a month ago, and he said, hey, since you're working Beer Fest, can I have your season tickets? Because you're busy that night. I wondered who went to the game instead of you. <laughs> it was my boss. <laughs> he, sh- he should have bought me a beer. <laughs> Um, it's it's fine. I can't yeah. I can't get too mad at him. He pays me. You know I know. I, mean? I know. But it I'm was not, it was yeah. a very funny uh, was a very funny predicament for me. Um, so I I did not think I was going to be able to watch the match. However, um, at every Winter Beer Fest, they have a quote unquote sports bar set up, um, usually to have uh, whatever college football games are on at the time or NFL yeah. playoff games or whatever because it's usually around that time. Um, and it's sponsored by one of the big one of the big breweries, um, one of the big national breweries, um, who we're not going to give any free promotion to. But there. What really... do you have against Amstel or Carlsberg? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> nothing against Carlsberg. My friend works for Carlsberg. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, but no, the um, so what ended up happening was. Um, so they had uh, NBA playoffs on one of the TVs, but then they put the crew game on the other TVs. Sure. Um, and actually, the pe- for the people at Beer Fest, because um, my booth happened to be right across the aisle from this area, so I could stand at my booth and watch the game, um, which was very, uh, very nice. My phone is reminding me that I need to email somebody tomorrow. That's very helpful. Thanks, phone. Yeah. Um, so... I got to watch the game. Um, <laughs> Poor you. Yeah, I kind of just you know it was it was it was very happy that there was a lot of free beer hanging around yeah. because it was not a good game. Um, well, so I have an insight. Yes. So um, a lot was made with Porter's. I think it was not his halftime interview, but his after the match interview, mm-hmm. where he said that he thought the first thirty-seven minutes of the game. <laughs> were the best that we had played all season. And as I was lying in bed last night being really unhappy about the game, I had an insight. Uh-huh. And so what I think that what he meant was the first 37 minutes of the game were... That was the only time this season that the team followed his instructions completely. And so for a coach, and especially for a coach who is so egocentric as 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 Porter, yeah. that's what he considers a success, is his underlings doing what he says as close to the letter as possible. And so that's what he meant by that. And And the reason I'm saying this is because Dave and I are sitting there. We're watching the match, and 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 we're 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 commenting that the team is playing differently than they had in home games past. Yeah, uh, they were playing much more direct. They were playing much more through the center, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think that's really what Porter means is that the team played better. 
because they were following his instructions better. Okay. I mean, I get it. I get it. The team now has not scored a goal in 270 minutes. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, I think the point of the game is to score goals, more goals than your opponent. Yeah, XG doesn't do much for you. Um, And and the, 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 you know, that there were flashes of brilliance, you know, that they had some, they had some good, um, um, they had some good opportunities. Zellerian, an inch, an inch lower and there, it would have been a 1-1 game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or a, at that point, a one nothing. But game. we cannot, we can't rely on Zellerian. No, as, we can't. as I have been hammering. We can't. No, we can't. And and Zellerian doesn't link up with the team very well. No. And I, I, yeah, I don't know what the um solution is here. Also, I had uh ten bucks on Miguel Berry to score in this game, uh, so I lost ten dollars, okay. uh, which made me very sad. So I have um, more I have more tactical observations if you will uh humor we, me. I will totally indulge you. Go ahead. Okay. So so again, as I said, that that Porter's tactical plan was to play more centrally and to play more directly. Yeah. Um what that allowed Orlando to do was to compact the defense and play a very narrow forward line or back line. Yeah. So, especially in the first half, because I'm literally just sitting over um, watching, um, um, oh crap, our, our, our number three, our left back. I'm blanking now. Um, um, why am I blanking on this guy's name? Uh, Pedro Santos. Yeah. Okay. So, there were Wait. many, there were many times in the match when Santos He's was- number seven. He's number seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so I, good. You confuse well, me. I like Josh Williams. Well, no, 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 no. I just, I just, I, I, I'm an old-fashioned guy, and I think of the number three as the left. Y- yes, yes. Yeah, no, okay, no, no, no. Okay. I, I, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. You're just confused. That's why I'm sitting here like. It's I not your job about, to be more confused than me. It's. I, I'm like. I think he's talking about Pedro Santos. Yeah, I was. But but, he said number three, and that's Josh Williams. But we talked about a number three earlier in the game. I know. I know. I know. Oh I know. my god. Um, I'm too sober to do a podcast. Yeah, and I've I've had too much espresso to do one. <laughs> anyway, um, so the thing about Santos was that he kept trying to overlap. Yeah, and and for a while I kept thinking that what he's won because he's like pointing and running and thinking that somebody from the defense or central midfield is going to send him a through ball where he can run. And then with his left foot cross into the box. And then once they actually started connecting with him, what I realized he was trying to do was to send one of those weird, like, um, like Kevin De Bruyne, not technically a cross, but sort of like a, a diagonal ball mm-hmm. into the box at, um, at Barry's feet. Yeah. And in the second half, actually in the first half, he did that a few times too. And Barry just wasn't able to handle it. Mm-hmm. He just he he. Well, part of it is that Barry plays with his back to the ball, and Barry could not make the turn with the ball at his feet and get off a shot. Yeah. And I don't know if this is a personnel problem, or I don't know if it's a tactical problem. What I'm reading people complaining about is that we need Santos to be our left winger instead of our left back, mm-hmm. and we need to find a left back to replace him. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of our attack went through the right side and did nothing, absolutely nothing, and it was very frustrating. 
And that's that's basically it in terms of my quote unquote tactical analysis. Your tactical analysis. Yeah, I, I mean, it's <clears throat> it seemed like we followed Porter's instructions. It got us nowhere, and then he just wanted to throw the entire kitchen sink at the game in the last twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I want to I want to go. Um, I want to pull this. I'm I'm trying to pull this up as we as we uh, continue to to talk here. Okay. VD a victory draw loss. I'm on this. I'm on this. Uh, uh, I don't know what. It's a European website. That's all I know. So it doesn't have wins. It has victories, draws, and losses. Victories, draws, and yeah, losses. victories, draws, and losses. <laughs> okay. Um. So I, I'm looking at this because somebody had somebody had mentioned this to me before, and obviously this is this is it's weird that they're they're they put it in percentages. So I'm just gonna go with this. Percentages wise, the we are in the, the 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 mindset here is that Caleb Porter goes out, gets a team, builds a team the way that he wants to build a team, wins a cup once, and then a couple years later peters out and gets fired. Because that's what happened in Portland. Yeah, he won the twenty fifteen MLS Cup. Um, yeah, I was there. Yeah, exactly. So was I. Um, winning 45% of his matches that year. Yeah. Um, but, see, they're, they're saying that, they're saying that, and then I'm looking at this, like, I really wish it just told me the number of matches because they're including the playoffs. So, obviously, he won more matches the year that he won all the games in the playoffs. Because yeah, he wouldn't would, have had as many matches if he didn't. That would make sense. But yes. this, is, this is his, I mean, this is his second year after an MLS Cup right now. Um, and we are, well, we were doing a lot better a month ago. Yes, we were. And, and I know I don't, I don't like getting on this whole fire the coach bandwagon thing super, super quick. The manager's job is to like, like you've said multiple times, (laughs) that's their job, take the blame from the owner and get fired when the team isn't doing well. So the fans don't revolt. Yeah. Um, but is is it a situation where we in 2020 played a little bit different than we normally would we lucked out on a very very um positive schedule for us because of um the shortened year the pandemic and the fact that we played teams like Cincinnati a whole bunch yeah. and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. um and then we and then we happen to be lucky enough to play at home for the entire playoffs. Yeah, I would say it's 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 partially that. I would yeah. say it's also so as 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 my friend Dave pointed out to me in the middle of the match that he turns to me and he says, "This is the same team that beat Cruz Azul last year." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it occurred to me. Well, th- this is my question: <laughs> is has has the league figured out Caleb's? Well, I, strategy this year already. I, I think that the league has figured out that if you neutralize Zell Ryan, you neutralize the team. Yeah. And what happened in 2020 was that Zell Ryan, who was an unknown quantity in MLS at the yes. point, yes. got super hot going into the playoffs, and that was all we needed. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not saying that MLS is a bad league. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, but Zellerion has unique skills within MLS, which we have discussed, mm-hmm. and 
at that point, he was an unknown quantity. Yeah. And if you foul us outside the box, but near enough the goal, enough times, we will beat you simply because he will just penal he will pummel you with free kicks. Yes. And I think that that was what Cruz Azul didn't get. Yeah. And I think that that's what the teams we were playing in the 2020 playoffs didn't get at that point. They've gotten it now. But yeah, I mean, but people, people, the internet exists. People have reviewed the footage. Yeah. Um, you know the the. <laughs> yeah. The fix is in, Jim. Kinda. Fix is yeah. In. Yeah. Um, what else you got to say about this Orlando match? I got one thing to say. Okay. I really want to apologize to Elia Room because I said that he was no Zach Steffen, and then Zach Steffen like blew the FA Cup for Man City. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I do want to I do want to bring up one thing about the Crew game before because obviously I wasn't there, so I didn't get to watch as much of you know yeah, it, yeah. it was I was working during the thing, of course, so like yeah. I couldn't sit there and just watch the game. You know, I had to like actually. You know, engage with customers and, and things along those lines. But I want to say Kara's goal was one of the prettiest goals I've seen this year. Build up, set up, execution. Orlando really the the first one uh, Schlegel's goal I thought was a bit ticky tack. Um, oh, it was and, it was kind of a garbage goal. Yeah, but but those count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'll take garbage goals right now for for Columbus. Yeah. Um, Cara, on the other hand, that is one of the prettiest executions that I have seen so far this year. Yes, and and actually, I want to piggyback on that because. Um, as much as I loathe to, I kind of enjoyed watching Orlando play, especially in the second half. Yeah. Um, mostly because their tactics... If you wanted to design tactics to defeat Columbus, mm-hmm. theirs were fantastic. Yep. And the thing that I really enjoyed about them was that even when they were up 2-0, they were committed to... To the counterattack, like mm-hmm. they didn't. I mean, they they parked the bus. They were parking the bus even before they came up, went up a goal. Yeah. And then after they went up a goal, they really parked the bus. But the thing is, even when they were up two nil, they were committed to scoring a third goal if there was that opportunity. Yes. And that was a lot of fun to watch, um, mm-hmm. because once we're down two nil. I turn into sort of neutral mode where it's like, I just want to watch a good game because I don't think we're going to win. Yeah. And that's what I ended up kind of doing. And they allowed me to do that in a way that a lot of teams don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, let's take a break. Yeah. Uh, get some more coffee. Yeah. And uh, then we're going to come back. We'll do a quick uh, quick whip around of the league because... Not all the matches are done yet. I know. Um, we uh, we are recording this very early, and then um, let's talk a little bit of Open Cup because yeah, I am, yeah, uh, you're going pretty, to Detroit. I'm going to Detroit. Yeah, Detroit Rock City, baby. Yeah. Um, come back with the pros from Dover. And we are back. Just two segments this week on the pros from Dover because we did a really long first segment, and um, I need to go home and cook dinner for my wife. So we're going to do this uh, not super quick, but quick enough. Yeah, we'll get through it. So let's look at, uh, go around the league here, look at the other games. Uh, Montreal, uh, yesterday morning, gets us started. Well, not morning, but you know what I mean. Beginning of the day uh, against Vancouver. 
Uh, Montreal scores a goal in the first minute. Uh, and in <laughs> the 47th, uh, Vancouver comes back and gets one in the 65th. Montreal up 2-1 there. Yeah. Uh, the Clash and Nashville go 2-2 in San Jose. Um, Would have loved to have seen that game. Probably yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, probably a p- pretty decent one there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Houston Dynamo get a red card in the 75th minute. It doesn't matter. Uh, they end up finishing the game 0-0 against Portland. Um, same thing happens to Cincinnati in the 76th minute against Atlanta in Atlanta. Uh, ends nil-nil there as well. And uh, Metro and Burn both finish nil-nil. No red cards in that match, mm-hmm. however. Uh, Toronto up on Philadelphia by a score of 2-1. to one. Um, Orlando City, we obviously talked about, beat the crew. Uh, New England um, at home beats Charlotte 2-1. to one. Um, This is the one that I thought was really, really interesting. Um, the D.C. United-Austin game. Yeah. Um, D.C. United, Ola Kamara, uh, friend of the program. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Scores goals in the 26th and 40th minute and then gets a red card in first half stoppage time in the 47th minute. Um, DC goes into the break 2-0 but a man down. Uh, Austin then turns around and scores goals in the 80, 85th, and 90th minute. Yeah, you, I mean, you've got to love two. it. <laughs> Do you, though? Because I don't like either one of those teams. Uh, well, but it's weird as hell. It's 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 well okay. It's Im- imagine two people you don't like beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say you got. I mean, here's watch. here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's it's if a, when a Western Conference beats an Eastern Conference team that isn't the crew, it makes me happy. Yeah, because it helps us. Yeah, I'm um, just imagining like my ex wife and my ex girlfriend having a fight. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Going out west, um, the uh, Loons uh, beat Colorado 3-1. to one. Um, Chicago and the Galaxy in Chicago, 0-0 in that one. It's a lot of 0-0 yeah, games there, this Yeah, this was not... This was, this was a uh, very bipolar like week in terms of like either the game was very interesting or the game was very boring, and there wasn't a lot in between. Speaking of games that were probably pretty boring, in Seattle, Miami goes there, wins one nothing. Yeah. Um, and then this one, at the beginning of the day today, uh, holy crap, NYCFC against <laughs> what was RSL, 6-0. Six, six six yes. <laughs> um, NYCFC has... Uh, NYCFC ha- gets two penalties... Uh, Castellanos gets a Texas hat trick in this game. Yeah. Um, scores in the 6th, or excuse me, the 9th, uh, the 40th on a penalty, the 57th on a penalty, and the 80th minute. And then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, 12 shots on target and 6 of them go in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then as we record this, uh, LAFC and the Wiz uh, tied 1-1 at the half. So um, so there are, in terms of leading scores in the league, mm-hmm. there is, as of right now, or last update an hour ago, mm-hmm. there's a five-way tie for first place with five goals, mm-hmm. um, including one player from Austin and one player from Cincinnati. Which is so weird. It's just so weird. Yeah, and and the weird thing is that um, 
I'm not really very familiar with most of these players, other than Chicharito, who Wait, plays with the Galaxy. And he's got how many how many he's, goals? Does he's he got five have? goals. Yeah, he's got five goals. So he has five out of Cincinnati's eight goals. No, no, no. He plays for LA. Oh, who's no, no, no? I'm talking about the player from Brandon Vasquez. He's got five goals though. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's five only, out of eight. Yeah, yeah, Cincinnati's only scored eight goals. Is yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I know Chicharito doesn't play for Cincinnati. <laughs> well, I, 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 I don't know. You, <laughs> you could have slipped and fallen and hit your head over the way. <laughs> um, so I Baby, guess... Baby, if you've ever wondered... <laughs> wondered whatever <laughs> happened, happened to Chi-Chi. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, my God. I just I was I spent a little bit of this afternoon watching YouTube videos of of WKRP. Uh huh. Oh man, I still uh, to this day and always will have a crush on Bailey Quarters. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, yes, she she was the ultimate answer to Ginger or Marianne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, so let's um, we'll look at the standings here. Columbus currently in ninth place. Um, that one's not going to move uh, because the only game left is in the Western Conference. Yeah. Um, sitting in first place, Philadelphia sitting in second place, Orlando sitting in third place, Red Bull. You mean the New York New Jersey Metro Stars? I, I do mean the <laughs> New York New Jersey Metro Stars. Um, yes. So. Uh, so we have we have in the last four out of the last five or excuse me uh, three out of the last four games we've played the top three teams in the Eastern Conference and we've lost to two of them we've drawn one of them yeah and then we've played Nashville who is eighth place in the West um, I like to think that we have gone a long way in improving those teams. Standings. <laughs> <laughs> We've definitely done something. Now, yeah. now next weekend we'll talk more about this after the Open Cup match because there's a lot. There's there's this this is a busy week. Are um, we doing another podcast this week? Yeah, Wednesday. Oh, or Thursday. Yeah, we can whatever's do whatever's clever. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we need to do one after the Open Cup game. So you can tell me all about it. I can tell you all about it. And yeah. I can tell you, hopefully, that we learned how to score some goals in Detroit. Because if not, it's gonna be a real boring game. Yep. Um. I'm bringing my uh, Aquafina bottle so I can pee in it, so there I don't have go. to uh, wait in line for the Porter Johns. Um, but what I will say, just real quick, the the next game uh, is away at Kansas City, and Kansas City is currently sitting at tw- uh, sitting at number twelve in the Western Conference with a negative six goal differential. So this might help us get over. If you want to say this is the yips, I think this is a skid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we we don't necessarily do very bad against the Wiz, so, yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's what we got as far as that goes. Now, yeah. um, the only other thing that I want to talk about is the Open Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the Detroit City FC standings currently. Uh, currently, Detroit City FC in the USL Championship yes. are sitting at fourth place. Uh, eight goals for, three goals against Plus five goal differential, um, but looking at that, four of those goals came um, last week uh, against Atlanta United two, uh, um, and Atlanta United two was. Uh, this is the funny thing. Atlanta United two did get. Uh, oh, there were there were two red cards in this match. <laughs> um, however, <laughs> both red cards happened. 
after the goals. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't. I don't. It's it's very early in their season as well. They've only played. Uh, they've only played six games. Um. The other. Uh, um. The last couple of matches. I'm pulling this up right now. They beat. Um. The, they're they're on a pretty decent run of form. Um. Friday. Uh. Uh, this weekend they beat Birmingham by a score of one to nothing. Um, I'm assuming you're not talking about Birmingham City, but Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. Yes, okay. yes. Uh, and then before that, they had only notched one win on the season. Um, that was the game I went to against Charleston, which was another one nothing game. Okay. Um, this is not really a team that comes out and explodes with goals normally. But I don't know enough about Atlanta United 2 or that specific match to really give you any um, insight. It does look like Atlanta United 2 had zero shots on target for the entire game. Uh, Detroit only had five. And maybe this might be a situation where Atlanta United 2 had a bad goalkeeper. However, I can't even find video highlights of this game. Yeah, th- this is this is something that I would really like... And again, it's early days. We're, we're, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if the league would get its act together a little bit better and make this sort of information more available. But this is USL two or USL Championship. Oh, Atlanta okay. Not, not, it's not. It's not. Atlanta United two is not in MLS Next Pro yet. I think that is next year. Oh, there, okay. there are well, a couple of teams that are still in USL. Um, for the remainder of their contract or whatever, there's something because yeah, they're okay. supposed to be coming into the league next year. Okay, that um, makes sense. Yeah, pardon my ignorance. Oh, you're all good. No, it's it's uh, Atlanta United two, Red Bull two, um, Galaxy two, and I think that's it. Are still in USL champion, yeah. championship, which means that they are eligible. I think. For the Open Cup. Galaxy 2, are they in the uh, Omega Quadrant? Yes. Okay. Yes, they are. Um, so, in, in as far as Open Cup goes, uh, they beat the Michigan... Detroit City beat the Michigan Stars by a score of 3 to nothing in the previous game. Where do the Michigan Stars... Are they in Ypsilanti? Are they in Ann Arbor? The Michigan Stars, I want to say... I feel like it's Kalamazoo... Oh, okay. I don't know that off. I'm, I'm, uh... No, it's fine. I just... It's just... It's weird that Michigan has two teams. Michigan has a few teams in, um... Oh, no, they're based in Detroit. Oh, so it's a local derby. Yeah, it's, (laughs) uh, based in Metro Detroit. Um, they've been around since 1982. They play at, uh... Barnabo Barnabo Field. Field. Yeah, in, um... Where is that? Romeo. It's in Macomb County. Where for art thou, Romeo? <laughs> yes. Um, oh, yeah. So it is. To call that Metro Detroit is pretty generous. That is very, very, very north of the city. Um, that is. That is as close to Port Huron as it is to downtown Detroit. So that is that is why I. That's not, north of Washington Township. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's. That's sort of like saying that I don't know Mansfield. Is yeah. in Metro Columbus. It is. I mean, it is definitely in the Detroit metropolitan area, but it is not um, Detroit by any stretch of the imagination. That is. That is. 
rural as hell. Let's um, just say that John Hughes would not make a movie set there. No, that he would not. He would not. I I agree with that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so they they beat the Michigan Stars. Um. Looking at Michigan Stars, the Google is not even pulling up the league standings. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> Oh my God! So, so this is clearly a combined lack of research on our part and a lack of like anything, like getting information out. Otherwise, it is. I think we're. Fi- I'm finally able to. Let's see here. They have the Legends Cup, the Independent Cup, and the Championship in this league. Let's see. Is it the Legends Cup that I'm looking for? This is a this is a kick. What the hell? No, that's just a Detroit City's playing in the. I don't know what the hell is happening in the NISA. Okay, well, okay, I'm going to take control of the podcast Please right do. now Please and do. say that these and other questions, much like the the classic American um, parody drama soap, will be answered on the next episode of The Pros from Dover. I like this. I am Jim, you are Matt, you are chewing, so I'm going to say sayonara to all our friends, overseas and domestically. Okay, well I do want to say before we uh, actually uh, wrap this one up, um, I'm cautiously optimistic about the game in uh, Detroit. Um, (laughs) Because we're playing a team in a lower division? Yeah, only because we're playing a team in a lower division, because we're playing like shit right now. Um, Wow, that's some tactical analysis right there, Matthew. Cautiously optimistic. Um, Yes. The one thing that I will say is that uh, the field is very nice there. Okay. Um, So it's not going to be, you know, too soupy, but uh, it is supposed to pour Monday. Oh, God, yeah. It's supposed to pour all day on Monday. It's not supposed to rain on Tuesday. So hopefully the drainage situation is fig- figured out by then. But we'll figure it out. This may be super sloppy. I will see everybody oh, up oh. in Michigan. Yes. I have a question if you know the answer. Yes. If there were someone like me who is not making the trip to Detroit and wanted to see this match, how would I watch it? I think it's going to be on YouTube. I, I thought I th- like I th- on the crew channel. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think there so. you go. I, right, usually, sweet. usually they are. Okay, um, but uh, check your local listings. <laughs> yes, I will. All right, we're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, happy Easter to all of you who care. Uh, my name is Matt. That is Jim. We're the pros from Dover. See you on Wednesday. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oops, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana Nana 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 Nana